Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Oh, look who it is. It must be Thursday. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. He's a provocateur. The one and only Abdul Akib Shabazz. How are you, How are you, my friend? I picked up some interesting uh, information the other day oh. that I got to uh, do some follow-up on, but it's going to be tricky to to actually get it. Uh, I found out that uh, Tad Rakita has been doing interviews in his office lately, and as part of the interview process, he's making people sign non-disclosure. No agreements. way. That's, that's what I heard when I was no in the No way. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? I thought the purpose of an interview was to disclose things to people. Uh, but no, he's making them sign non-disclosure agreements that they can't talk about the interview. What? I, I'm what? I'm, not, I'm well, not making this up. I found it out yesterday, so I got to do some follow-up. Uh, he's weekend. hiring a director of communications. Yes, he is, among other. Have you applied for that? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I only worked for one attorney general. That was several years ago, and that that's that's it. All right, so let's talk about the big news. You had reported it back in September. It broke yesterday, and that is that Mike Braun is indeed going to run for governor. Uh, is this this doesn't strike me as a clear the field type of move though. Uh, it doesn't seem like the people who are thinking about getting in, whether it's Doden or or Suzanne Crouch or some others, are going to look at Mike Braun and go, "Well, that's it. I'm out." It's this is not Mitch Daniels here, right? Uh, no. Uh, also, the thing with Mike Braun, you got to remember this too, is that when we he been he been floating the idea of running for governor for a while, even right. before we broke the story back in September. So anyone who was uh, either running or thinking about running had to take Mike Braun into All right. into account. And so I think if you if you're in like say an Eric Doden who's who's already declared Suzanne Crouch will be declaring, they factored in uh, Mike Braun and Mike's Mike's or and Mike's financial resources. You and I said back in late 2017, and we were the only people talking about this because it was oh Messer's in, oh Rokita's in. We had said at the start of that U.S. Senate primary when Mike Braun was polling at one or two percent or whatever, we said that guy's going to win because these two guys Rokita and Messer are flawed candidates, and Mike Braun has infinite money, and that businessman outsider thing is going to play and he'll he'll not only win he'll win easily and people laughed at us and we were proven correct and i hate casey can vouch for this i hate mentioning when i'm right but (laughs) i felt like it was germane to this conversation here point is i don't get this vibe this time like i don't think i don't think he gets he can't run as an outsider he can't run as an anti-politician he is going to be a rich guy that's going to have infinite money to blanket the airwaves but i don't think that his infinite money is going to be nearly as effective as it was the last time. Well, the thing is, uh, for Mike Braun, is what Mike has in 2024 that he didn't have back in 2018 is a record. Yeah. Is is is, is, a, is an extensive record. Now, yeah. granted, if you're a school board, which he was on down in the Jasper area, it's school board. Yeah. It's local. Uh, he was a state rep, uh, only served a couple terms, but then when he ran for the Senate and he won, he voted on lots of things. Now you've got a record that you got to run on. And now people can go through your record – well, he voted to right. you know, raise this or raise this fee or do this that because as you know when you got a you got a vast license record you can pull anything right out of context and as long as you put a little disclaimer Senate Bill you know three fifty seven sure well vote taken March of twenty twenty you, you have that sort of thing so I think I think the money will help 
it'll be it'll be a different way the money helps because before the money you use the money to define who you are. Now you got to use the money to sort of de- sort of defend yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there's an old saying: there ain't no crying in baseball. There's no crying in politics either, right? Like I have permission to blast this guy, this guy being Braun, over voting in 2017 as a state rep for the largest tax increase in Indiana state history. I mean, Mike Braun's you record see, as a as a you state see, but re- see, but I'll argue with the, with with the state record. I, I will argue his state senate record is much more important. I'm sorry, I'll probably his senate record is much more important than his state senate record. I meant I meant to mention this uh, on. Uh, we did state house happenings this morning uh you got to keep in mind is that you can say hey he raised you know the gas tax highest tax in indian history and brian would say but you know what the voters already just the voters chose me the voters knew that and they voted for me regardless so anything i did in the legislature it's all past. is that a maneuver that he's going to make say it doesn't matter what i did i've already been elected after that no but no but no no, no, but what i can't what you can argue is the voters knew my record and they voted for me still so what do so what are you what the hell are you talking about, Rob Kendall? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I, you're lo- saying he's not a shoe in though. This isn't a guarantee that he'll win. Oh no, 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 not not at all. What I'm saying is that he had to use his resources now to defend his record in the U.S. Senate as opposed to sort of painting a picture. So here's who I am, and here's what I'll do for you. Is that because he cannot run as an outsider anymore? I mean, he, no. clear, he clearly wants to be based on the fact that he keeps using his own wealth, which is fine to basically buy public offices and he didn't even complete a term of the office he just ran for and told us he wanted he doesn't get to say i'm an outsider or i hate politics or politicians or whatever anymore well he'll get to complete his term because he'll still be a senator till yeah, yeah but he's gonna be let's face it it's like summer school right or it's like the, the end of your <laughs> senior year there ain't there ain't gonna be no effort going on over there hey i was valedictorian in summer school so uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, but he doesn't get to say that anymore you want you clearly mike braun wants to be a politician he wants to be in politics he wants to hang around with these people because he keeps spending vast amounts of his own money to be able to do it well i'd much rather him spend his own money than get all packed up and sure i don't don't have a problem with it but you don't get to say but i just i loathe being around these people i just it's the last thing i want to do yeah but but i will say this about mike and i've noticed this from the conversations we had since he's been in the u.s senate is that he's been miserable he doesn't like it because nothing gets done and he's always been more of sort of the executive uh branch as opposed to the legislative branch so that I think that's also part of the reason too why he's running for governor. I think he can do more for it's Indiana's governor. Yeah, yeah, much better fit like Casey just said, as opposed to just being one out of a hundred people who think they could be president someday. Uh, it is uh, Abdul is with us. Uh, it's Kendall and Casey's show. We're talking about the now. You said it's not dominoes; it's Jenga. Yeah, it's political <laughs> Jenga. Yes, it is. It's taking place. Okay, so let's talk about the Senate now. Obviously, Braun opens up a Senate seat now. And I told Casey this yesterday. I am more excited about the Senate primary than the governor's primary because I think it's going to be banks and sparks. And when you got people giving up safe congressional seats uh, to run for a Senate seat, one person's going to be one of the most 100 powerful people in our government. The other person's going to be completely forgotten about. A person will do just about anything if those are the stakes on the line. Let's go. I'm excited for it. <laughs> what say you? Uh, that's one way to look at it. Uh, first of all, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's it's political Jenga is what it is. It's moving the little bricks and trying not to have the whole house of cards come falling down. Uh, I do think uh, Jim Banks, Victoria Sparks are both uh, competent candidates. So they'll both, I think they'll both do a decent job as a, as a U.S. senator. Uh, but they also got to keep in mind, too, we don't know who else may be running this. Trey Hollingsworth, who still may uh, get in. I spoke to Trey uh, yesterday, believe it or not. And so they're like, hey, are you running for governor? U.S. City's like, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. How can I best serve Hoosiers? That's yeah. thing. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all, we've been just saying how's happening. Mm-hmm. When they're running, it's always, how can I best serve Hoosiers? Mm-hmm. When 
they're being served themselves as the the end result of all of it. Now, look, Hollingsworth is he voted for the January sixth committee. He was pretty good. Other than that, I think that's going to be a gigantic hurdle for him to hop over. But I think Hollingsworth running for Senate is interesting because Banks is from the northeast, Sparks is the central part of the state, Hollingsworth would be the southern part of the state. So he really would have a very viable path to be a U.S. senator, especially when you consider all the money at his disposal. Now just see Larry Bouchon and Jim Barrett to run. <laughs> we got the full oh trifecta. sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, Abdul is with us here. We're talking about all the uh, different things happening in Indiana politics and government. Uh, what is the case? So let's uh, let's take uh, the wonderful and talented Casey here, because you and I, we're uh, total hacks and insiders and uh, we hold petty grudges and we're going to vote for our own reasons. Mike Braun, Suzanne Crouch, Eric Doden running for governor. They see Casey, who they know is going to vote, but Casey is a good and decent person. Thus, she's open to picking the best person. What is? I want to vet my candidates. Yeah. What is the <laughs> What is the pitch to like? How do you stand yeah. out? What's the message in, in, a, in a in a gubernatorial primary? Uh, the message is you're going to continue the good work that Indiana's done. I think I th- actually what I think the next uh, big issue in the gubernatorial race is going to be. I think it's going to be workforce development. I, I really do. I think it's going to be education, workforce development, because Indiana is we're, – we're attracting all these new high-tech, high-wage-paying jobs. We don't have the people to fill them. And so for Indiana to do well, not just you know next year or the following year or 10, 15 years down the road, it's good. workforce development is going to have to be the big, the big, the big, the big statewide issue. Now, now, granted, that's today because we don't know what the – we have no idea what the future is going to – gonna hold things could change by yeah. the time the election rolls around exactly dan politics of a lifetime uh, mm-hmm. you said something on statehouse happenings and it is rare because you know i hate to cede any ground to you, <laughs> but you said something that i thought was brilliant and it had not dawned on me until you said it and once you said it, i said yeah that's absolutely right because yesterday we had talked about i said suzanne crouch as i think almost zero chance of winning the conservatives because she was the right-hand person to Holcomb, she said absolutely nothing as Holcomb has done all the things that have made conservatives so mad that they were even willing to pick Diego Morales. And you said, doesn't matter. That's not who she's going for because if she gets the Holcomb people and there's three, four, five people running, they split the rest of the vote, she can win that primary with 30, 30, 35%. She doesn't even need the conservatives. And I thought I never thought about that until it's, just it's, now. It's sort, of like, it's sort of like Donald Trump in reverse. Donald Trump has like 30, 40% of the Republican electorate, give or take. And so... That's his floor, but it's also his ceiling. And so the more people were in the race, they'll just split up the anti-Trump, mm-hmm. anti-Trump vote. Suzanne Crouch is just the opposite. Eric Holcomb is about, I say, is about 40, 45 percent of the Republican elect of the Republican electorate. And so, assuming that Suzanne Crouch has that as well, she doesn't. Because remember, in a primary, you don't need a, you don't need a majority; you just need a plurality yeah. to win. So and, you're saying she doesn't need to distance herself from him? I don't. I don't I don't see why. I don't see why she should. But obviously, you got to do things a little bit differently than the mm-hmm. previous person did. That that makes sense. But if she can keep her 40 percent and more people get in the race for governor, then that just—I never thought about that until you said it, and that's and, why you're here. And and you'll know and you'll know who the front runner is because you'll see where the attack ads uh, start. Ah, yeah. So, are are you working this weekend? Yeah, I feel like you have not worked since the Reagan administration. Around here. <laughs> Actually, I did work last weekend. Are are you doing? Is there a show? What do you have? Uh, there's a show this weekend. There's no show next week and the following week because we got Christmas and the. Uh, WIBC Radiothon. Okay, so what what are you what is on your show one to three this weekend here on WIBC? Uh, my conversation with the governor, your favorite guy. Oh, did we, you tell him I said hello? We, we spoke on Thanksgiving Day, so I'm we'll play that interview. Also, I'm sorry. Uh, also, going to talk to a uh, good friend Andy Downs uh-huh. of the Mike Downs Center for Indiana Politics. Also, uh, Kelly Mitchell, uh, outgoing state treasurer. She and I had a really good conversation uh-huh. yesterday. So we'll so we'll chat. And also, 
She has something very interesting about this ESG investing yeah. thing that Rakeem's been making a big deal about, which he's totally wrong on, by the way. Interesting. So I'll be happy to play that. As, the as one well. and only Abdullah Gibshabaz. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you. 93 WIBC. It's the Kendall and Casey Show.